For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hey, Chuck, uh, next guests are here. Oh, okay. They're already here. They're actually, yeah, they're actually ordering right now. And uh, I'm going to get them over here and okay. see if they're ready to go. Hey, Coach. So no look doubt, here, man. it is Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club, the podcast live special edition here on the Black College Sports Network today. We thank our producer, A.D. Drew. He's helping us out tremendously today. We're very appreciative for everything that AD is doing okay. back at the boards. We definitely want to shout out the Corey Collins. He, it is his brainchild. Like and uh, we are innovative enough to uh, get this live broadcast in today. And uh, we have Coach Burke and looks like James McKinnis with us. Welcome yes, let, let me tell you this, Chuck. I'm, I'm going to wipe these off and give them to Coach Burke. But it's, it's rare that uh, – I have to look up to somebody. <laughs> I guess it's, it's real rare, but I not only look up to this guy physically, I look up to him figuratively. Like this is uh, a pillar man. He's out of Provine and we're over here in West Jackson down the street from Jim Hill, but I got him in on the pass, so he's good. But man, just a phenomenal coach working with young men. Uh, our assistant coach uh, for men's basketball, and he brought with him Jay Mack. So Chuck, you got Jay Mack, who's uh, killing the swag and rebounding and block shots yes. and just 50-50 balls. So next up, man, we got Coach Case and Burke and Jay Mack. No doubt, Coach Case and Burke, welcome back into Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. As you get your headsets on, okay, thank you, thank you, Coach. Welcome back in to Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. You guys are one of the hottest teams in the SWAC, 7 and 0 uh, in SWAC play. Uh, you've uh, conference games wise, 17 out of 20 uh, over the past year. But talk a little bit about um, the, the the DNA of this team and how you guys have really turned it on this year. Uh, the DNA of this team is just uh, consistent effort and uh, energy that we try to bring every night. Uh, the preparation that we try to put into the, to every game that we come out and play is the main thing that we always stress. And so we want our guys to be prepared. We want our guys to be ready. We want our guys to be focused. And so they've been doing a, a tremendous job executing all that for us and, and continuing to prepare and, and playing with a lot of engine, a lot of effort. James McKinnis, man, I tell you what, you are uh, a bundle of energy night in, night out, uh, block shots, rebounds. Uh, talk to us a little bit about how tough it is night in, night out in terms of anchoring uh, one of the best defenses in the sweat. You know, it's pretty tough, but, you know, you have uh, teammates around you, you know, uh, you got guys coming in and out the bench, and especially at practice, you know, you got the, uh, the younger guys, you know, that's preparing us for the game, so, you know, it's tough, but, you know, you got guys around you who so that'll help you, you know, you get the job done. Get the job, no doubt about it. Coach Burke, I asked this question to Coach Reed in terms of where we are in late February, in terms of uh, getting uh, prepped. Uh, for the SWAG tournament. Talk a little bit about uh, where you would like to see this team uh, as they are right now, getting ready for the SWAG tournament in about a week and a half. This, this time of year, you want to put yourself in a position to be going uphill. You don't want to be in a stagnant place. You want to put yourself playing great basketball. I think, you know, we want to be sound offensively. 
I think it'll be better defensively. I know we've got one of the better defenses in the league, but it's, it's some stuff that you want to be sound and sharp going into, you know, swag, swag conference play tournament. So right now we just kind of focusing on controlling the details, being very, very detailed about what we do, very, very intentful about what we do, and, 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 and communicating, communicating what's our intent, what's our purpose, and what we're trying to do as a team collectively. And, and I wanted to follow up on what you were saying about taking care of the details. Uh, you know, most fans are asking, well, what, are, what are those details? What are the things that you guys are really trying to hone in? The details in terms of being focused each and every day, uh, taking care of things A to Z, uh, make sure you miss the focus on free throws, not turning the ball over, um, knowing your assignments, not having mental lapses. Those are the small things and a little, little tip is to help you win championships. No doubt about it. Uh, Javis, I, I wanted to ask you this question uh, in terms of, um, of not just uh, what you do as, in terms of your defensive prowess, but uh, you, you've really upped your scoring uh, this year. Uh, what are some of the things that you probably did in the offseason to kind of prepare yourself uh, during these unprecedented times to, to really uh, kind of get into a, more of an offensive groove uh, within this offense? Uh, you know, really just like working on my game, you know, I have I have people that I know like it's a place called Minahaw McGee. Um, it was really helping me get in the gym because you know I couldn't really get in the gym and Brandon and Pearl. So I used to just go down there and get in the gym, just work on my shot, just work on like the little things, like stuff that can make my game better, not just on defense but offense. And then you know really appreciate you know, it, no doubt about it. Coach Burke, James McKinnis, we really appreciate you guys stopping by. Uh, Tiger Talk at the 1400 Club. You've always been gracious in terms of the time that you've given us, and we really thank you for uh, giving us uh, more time today. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. So thank you. Um, here, Tiger Talk here on the Black College Sports Network, Charles Bishop and Neely. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with some more guests. We're going to have a surprise or two uh, down the line. But, uh, we're going to take a break here at Tiger Talk at 1400 Club here on the Black College Sports Network. It's like a loop machine. Don't Support the Black College Sports Network so we can continue to provide you coverage. Go to myjvn.com slash support and be a part of the Black College Sports Network. Have you had your Earthblend coffee today? At Earthblend Coffee, we take pride in offering you the very best of beans across the world. Blended and roasted to perfection giving you superior quality and satisfying and flavorful taste. Experience the world in one cup with Earthblend Coffee. It's never too early to plant the seed, to share the tradition and instill a sense of pride in your HBCU with your little ones. HBCU Pride and Joy Children's Boutique helps you share your school spirit with a wide selection of adorable kids apparel and accessories officially licensed from your favorite HBCU. Visit HBCUPrideJoy.com and follow us on all social media at HBCU Pride Joy on Facebook and Twitter. 
HBCUs, Pride and Joy. Hey, hey, uh, Chuck, man, you talk about Pride and Joy. Can I can I show you something, Chuck? Show me something. What you got? You uh, you gonna brace yourself? Okay. Like, I, I I don't I shouldn't do this, but Chuck, look at look look at that assembly line back there, man. Yeah, man, you're killing me. You know that. <laughs> man, them things are rolling out there, man. Rolling, rolling. You know what we should do, Chuck? We should get uh, Phil Stamps Jr. over here in a second to talk. Uh, he's with a customer right now. But we bring him over, let him talk about the history of Stamps. I also want to point out some of our other sponsors, man. Churchill Smoke Shop, Chambers and Gaylord Law Firm. Uh, of course, Stamp Burgers, where we are today. And we're going to continue to do these live shows. I know this past weekend, you know, we went live from the game with a couple of succinct interviews. But we're going to move around the city some. Uh, we're going to showcase black businesses in Jackson, bring the show, do the episodes live from there, bring in guests. So, you know, we're going to be on to 1.30, so another 45 minutes or so. We got some key guests coming up that you don't want to miss. Chuck, we're having a good time, man. Uh, this beard is smelling like Stamp Burgers. I got to get one in me. <laughs> no doubt about it. Of course. Well, I tell you what, it, this has definitely been fun in terms of uh, broadcasting uh, live from, from Stamp Burgers. Uh, and I tell you what, uh, the guests so far, they provided us tremendous information uh, going all the way back to uh, Dr. Victor Sutton. We talked to us a little bit about uh, COVID protocols as well as uh, getting the vaccine. Uh, Dr. Alexia Norwood, she talked to us a little bit about uh, Jackson State National Alumni Association. So uh, DJ Unpredictable came in and gave us some information about what they're going to be doing down in Miami. Coach Reed, Coach Bird, James McKinnis. Uh, we've had a, a great lineup of guests, got a couple more surprises to go. Uh, but Neely, who you have with you now? Man, I got uh, Phil Stamps Jr. coming in. He's getting his getting his earbuds in. And, you know, this business has been here, man, since the early 80s, uh, now in its third generation. I remember when I came here. Wait, let me do it this way. I'm sorry. No, wrong way. I got you. I got you. I got you. You see that picture right there? Yes. Yeah, see, that's... Mr. Oh yeah, those were founders, man. They fed me a lot of times in West Jackson growing up. Then my Jim Hill buddies back there, Al and Phil, and this is Phil Jr., third generation coming into this business right here on Dalton Street. Phil, welcome to Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. We appreciate you having us. I know Chuck is going to have some questions for you. Yes, sir. Phil, I, I tell you what, uh, Stamps is definitely, uh, we keep saying it, is an institution, it's a landmark. Uh, talk to us a little bit about the history of the Stamps Superbird. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, as Neely stated, you know, it started with a vision from my grandfather. Uh, we initially were a small grocery and meat market. And uh, my grandfather and my grandmother uh, had a vision to uh, transform that grocery store into a restaurant and one day he uh, came to the store, uh, wanted a really, really good burger, whipped up something, man, and it was, it was phenomenal. Shared it with the community. The community shared the love and the word spread, and we became Stamp Super Burgers officially by 1986. And, um, you know, one of the great things about being community-oriented, we've always had an opportunity uh, to embrace Jackson State and, uh, you know, so excited about all of the things that are happening, not only with the community, but with the school. And excited about a great relationship like the relationship that we have with Neely and the relationship that we're building with you all in Tiger Talk um, because we want to continue to grow those relationships and continue to be a part of everything that's happening at Jackson State and with 
Jackson community as well. So definitely appreciate you all being here, for sure. Man, we appreciate you opening the doors, Phil Junior. PJ, is, as I know him. I think he's following me now, too, man. I got to start eating my vitamins or something. <laughs> PJ, you know, one of the things I've seen you focus on as you talk about the relationship with West Jackson and Jackson State is the hiring of JSU students. So talk to us about the importance of not only drawing from that school as a customer base, but wanting to employ them as well. Absolutely, absolutely. We um, consider stamps um, a place that provides a, a sense of place. When people come to the city, when people come to Mississippi, um, they actually look to come to stamps. And uh, we want to make sure that we are um, providing that type of exposure, not only for us, but for also the, the people in the community and the students in the community. Um, we want to also create avenues um, for them to pursue their dreams, um, for folks who want to be uh, media majors or communication majors or management. We want to give them opportunities uh, for first-time jobs, uh, but also, again, avenues where they can matriculate and become a restaurant manager, a regional manager, um, a, a chief financial officer, right? Um, we want to make sure that they have uh, that platform and the ability to take that first step, and that first step can be right down the street. <laughs> well, I tell you what, Phil, we, we appreciate you for uh, opening up your doors and opening up your arms to Tiger Talk at the 1400 Club and, and for being uh, there for us today. We are, are so appreciative for everything that Stamp Superburgers Super does within the community in and around Jackson State. Uh, kudos to you, man. Thank you. Thank you. I'm definitely glad you all and stopped I, by the school. And I'll tell you what, you see that young lady right Price. there, Miss Price. Yeah, she posted on the live feed that she was coming. Okay. So as a surprise to her, we got her lunch today. Tiger Talk got your lunch today. Phenomenal. Yeah. So if you pull up today, pull up and say, I believe. Say Tiger Talk 1400. We're going to take care of you, man. How about that? How about that? Tiger Talk 1400. We appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you all coming in. Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club coming to you live today from Stamp Superburger here, broadcasting live here on the Black College Sports Network. Uh, Neely, who do we have in the room now? Hey, man, we got a special guest out there that's coming in, Chuck. We're about to let him in the room. Now, you remember when we were at the stadium last Sunday, we interviewed Troy Aikman. Yes. We got another heavy hitter today, an emphasis on heavy hitter. <laughs> Not a quarterback, but he's uh, he's put a couple of them down and made some interception in his career. No other than Oklahoma Sooner, Cowboys legend Roy Williams. Roy, welcome to Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. What's going on? Man, can't complain, brother. How you doing? Why are we doing an interview with a mask on, though, for real? Man, because we got rooms here in the state. I'm less than six feet from, so I know you want to see your boy. Look, hold on, hold on. Look, look. See one. See one. I want to see his boy. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> bro, Appreciate you, being, you coming man. here, Roy. Nah, man, no problem. I'm good. I'm good, man. I just got back from San Angelo, Texas. <laughs> Took some clients out there hunting on a uh, hog helicopter helicopter hunt, so it was good times. Good deal, man. Sure good did. deal. Good yeah. deal. So, I know you have been to Jackson several times, and Churchill yeah. Smoke Shop, one of our sponsors today. Have you ever had a stamp burger, though? Nah, I don't. Actually, I don't even eat meat, so. But they got turkey burgers, Roy. I won't even eat turkey. Turkey. They just got lettuce and cheese and bun. <laughs> 
I can do that too. Okay, we're not gonna let y'all cook. I, do, what I'm I saying. mean, I can do a L, uh, not a BLT, but a LT. I can do a LT. I got <laughs> you. you. I go. got you. I got you. Well, Roy, one of the things that I wanted to bounce off you, man, you know, as a, as a former cowboy and professional athlete, uh, when you first heard that Deion Sanders was becoming the head coach at Jackson State University, what was your reaction? I thought it was a blessing um, on both ends. I thought the uh, the the uh, uh, JUS family um, was about to get a gym, and um, and I felt that DM was going to walk into a. Um, I thought he was going to walk into a situation where it was unknown, but then he was going to come out shining. You know what I mean? I'm, it's, I'm not going to say it's a bad situation, but I'm not going to say it's a great situation he's walking in because I don't know the history of of the program. But I know that I'm pretty sure um, Jackson State has had some down years over the past couple of years. And mm -hmm. I think that um, basically that shot of, of basically that, that injection of Deion Sanders is going to electrify a lot of people, you know mm -hmm. what I mean, as well as the team. And um, I think you guys seen that um, with the preparation that they've had um, this offseason and their first game. You know, Roy, I wanted to talk with you a little bit about you played on some, some championship squads. Uh, what are sort of the, the, the DNA or the characteristics uh, that you think uh, that a Coach Prime can inject into this Jackson State football team? Um, confidence, one. That's for dang sure. <laughs> the confidence uh, that, that, um, that compete, that uh, the heart, the uh, the determination um, that that that, uh, that will to not quit, you know, even if a play doesn't go your way, um, it, it's okay. I mean, hell, I mean, I'm pretty sure. I mean, every athlete that has made it to the pinnacle to the NFL can say every play is not going to go your way. And with his firsthand experience and knowledge of playing the game and being a Super Bowl champion and being a baseball player, you know, now being a coach. And an analysis. I mean, um, analyst. I mean, he he has every spectrum of a football capture, and his knowledge and input um, is is vital to his his team success if they buy into the system. Um, and that's that's a that's a very uh, key thing. Because I remember when Mike Zimmer used to uh, coach Zimmer. Sorry, I'm mean, not on first name basis. Coach Zimmer used to have. Prime come out and he talked to us. I mean, he had everybody excited. Come one mm. heat, you know what I mean? It's just it's one of those deals where for me, I watched Dion growing up, um, our prime, Coach Prime. I watched Coach growing up, and to be able to have him come talk to us at practice, it's one of those, you don't want to let your big brother down type deal, you know? And it's just that you not put him on a pedestal, but you hold him as a, at a high regard and a respect level is at an all-time high, especially as your coach. And, you know, who wants to let their coach down? You know, sure. so I, you, you can always – you're going to – I'm pretty sure you're always going to get their best, always. Yeah, you know, Royce, it's uh, funny you mentioned that. We talked to a couple of the players post-game last week. Yeah. Uh, and they had been on the team in prior years. And a reporter asked, like, what, what, is, what is one of the key differences y'all see? And they, they said consistency and discipline, that it doesn't matter who you were on the team. 
uh, that you got to you may have to run the field from a mistake just like everybody else. Everybody's held to the same standard. Uh, we have to dress alike. Everything is down to the detail all the way down to where a shirt is tucked or not tucked, that everything is attention to detail and the standard is not negotiable uh, for any member of that team, regardless of who they are, seniority or last name. So, so talk to us, Roy, uh, along those mechanics about how that helps build into winning a championship, because that's what he's here to do. He's here to win a championship and raise the standard for all HBCUs. Um, I mean, that it's all of when, when you're talking about the little things, I remember, I think Ed Reed did a, an interview and he was talking about picking up trash uh, and the tape from being your ankles getting taped and making sure people threw that away. Um, on their championship and when they had their, their championship run and it was like it's the little things it's no one else's job to, to pick up something after yourselves as well as film preparation as um doing your weight room and doing your, your school work i mean it's the little things and the little details that are going to help you guys help anyone win a championship and so um i mean and those are biblical principles you know discipline and consistency you know what i mean those i mean why not fall back on biblical principles when you're trying to um, accomplish something great? Mm-hmm. No doubt. Uh, you know, Roy, um, a, a lot of fans, a lot of Dallas Cowboy fans, uh, fans of the NFL, uh, tell your fans what, what you're doing nowadays uh, post-football. Um, I'm here in Oklahoma chilling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I own a, um, I own uh, three security companies, two of them which are uh, personnel-driven, actual physical guards. Um so we have, <clears throat> we operate in about 25 states, got over 2,000 employees, and then I own a camera camera company where we do cameras, access control, IT uh, security. And we work from from California to Florida, everything in between, and Macau, China. Sure I'll tell you what, Roy, as it relates to security, maybe we needed your company last Sunday. Yeah. So we got to sit down, sit down, have some conversations, man. I mean, like, there, this could, this could... there ain't no... There's no, there's no uh, room for what you guys have to go through um, when a coach and the team is on the field and you got somebody probably inside or outside, whoever it was, going in and stealing from the coach and the team. That's that's beyond the ultimate disrespect. Yeah. But, again, I mean, where there's darkness, there's going to be light. You guys got Coach Prime, and he's going to keep it medical for sure. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, and that's one of the things he said upon his arrival September 21st is that, hey, man, I'm bringing a spotlight to HBCU starting at 1400 Lynch Street. And in that spotlight, they're going to see greatness like your four, our four Hall of Famers. But they're also going to see our blemishes, our warts. And he has tackled those issues. Now, some people are uncomfortable uh, with the manner in which he does it. But as Chuck and I have talked about, you know, the guy's a Super Bowl champion, a Hall of Famer. He's excelled in business. Some of these things that you just have to say, this is his way of handling it, and we got to trust that leadership that to solve problems, you got to first admit they exist. And he doesn't have a problem mm. saying that this is an issue, we got to fix it. And he says it publicly. Sometimes that rolls people the wrong way, but I'll tell you this, Roy, it always solves the problem. It most definitely does. I mean, it, it's it's kind of like that... Uh, Sometimes you gotta, you gotta, you know, tr- like for instance, let's go, uh, let's go into the African American community, right? Sometimes, in order to get new growth, you gotta cut the old growth out. You know what I mean? 
So like if, if, if you're a young lady at the salon, you got to cut those edges to get new growth. And sometimes you got to, it may not be the um, ideal in other people's minds, but when you bring a new coach in, like for instance, Bob Stoops, when they bought coach Bob Stoops in, we had a lot of bad actors on our team that needed to go. So he just didn't say up and get out and leave. You know what I'm saying? He just he just turned up the heat on us and 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 made all the quitters quit. And all the people <laughs> that wanted to be there, yeah. they wanted to stay. You yeah. know? And so it's uh I've never you there's always a method to coach Coach Prime's madness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you just stick around long enough, you'll you'll see why he's doing certain things a certain way. And and some probably the reason people get uncomfortable is because they're not used to uh, a coach of his caliber or just a coach of who he is bringing it in a, a different way and not and not um, conceding to the athletes. You know, interesting point, because one of the challenges in his approach has been, uh, you know, we call out kids, student athletes for dropping the pass. We call out kids for missing a block or coming late to a bus or a team meeting. But Coach Prime holds adults to the same standard or higher. And I think what has rubbed some folks the wrong way and that, that leadership style is like, oh, no, man, we, we, we're here to motivate the young folks. Don't talk to me like that. But he's one of those kind of leaders that, no, if you're affiliated with this program, if you're affiliated with this university and we're trying to go somewhere, the standard is the standard. Oh, for sure. I mean, how can you expect um, if I'm a coach, I tell a student be on the bus at 245 and then you see me rolling up on the bus at 243 like how can how can you hold that kid to a higher standard than you hold the coach you can't that ain't doable you know what i mean i need to see my coach on the bus before i get on the bus you know type deal i mean if that's if that's what you're that's what you're trying to create but no i mean no coaches or whoever uh trainers anybody i mean that's just the standard i mean how are we all going to accomplish the end goal if everybody's not on the same page you can't you can, and if you and if you're not on board, you gotta go. And that, it's just that simple. No doubt about it, Roy. I tell you what, uh, you're a friend of the podcast, Tiger Talk, uh, the Fort with the 1400 Club podcast. Uh, we definitely appreciate you for coming on and spending some time with us today. Uh, any parting words that you have for this Jackson State fan base? No, I'm 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 excited, and yes, really, I seen your message uh, as far as coming down. I most definitely will come down. Um, if you can send me the schedule, I, I I will make a game this season, a thousand percent. Gotcha, gotcha. Thousand percent. And so everybody know, I text Roy and said, "Look here, man, are you coming to a a spring game? Or are you going to wait till the fall to come hang out with your guy Neely? Because you know we like to get a cigar from Churchill every now and then." And so he says that uh, you heard it, folks. That we had Troy Aikman here last weekend and Nate Duke. So uh, Roy Williams hey. says he's coming. Hey, I'm just going to tell y'all something. This is my pardon thing. I am literally trying to raise my kids right. I um, I forget the game it was, but I did have them watch a um, Jackson State University halftime show, and they were lit. My kids were lit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm putting it out there. I am trying to get my kids bred on HBCUs, man, so they can, you know what I mean, go to one. So we'll see. 
No yes, doubt sir. about it, man. Boy. That's love there. That's love. Yeah. Roy, sure. always a pleasure, man. You know, you're you're a friend of Mississippi. You've been to Jackson. Uh, you helped out the Mendenhall High School football Tigers down there in Simpson County. We appreciate you coming to, to Tiger Talk. Now, I'll tell you this now. Yes. Uh, we love inviting you here, but next time you got a helicopter hog hunt, me and Chuck ain't scared of heights now. Okay. I mean, right. if, you, if you want to do it, we can we can get something set up. Don't play. Yeah, let's let's make it happen. <laughs> no, man, we don't we don't play about it. Hey, we we hunt to eat, man. Hey, we, we don't hunt to put stuff on okay. the wall. We we feel the deep freezer. Hey, you tell my boy no, no, I said what's up, please. You tell me, <laughs> I'm gonna make sure he sees this, please man. Do. Chuck, no, no is our receiver at Minnie Hall. Okay. And, uh, uh, and you know, Roy came in and did a film session with him, man, and he motivated the hell out of No No this season, man. No No led in, in interceptions and receptions. He I played seen, both sides I've of the ball. I'm going to make sure. I've seen some of his stats, man. I'm so proud of No No, man. Um, that, that's my guy. I love that little dude. Man. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm going to make awesome. sure he I'm gonna make sure he hears this. No No. Make sure you oil those edges, my man. <laughs> make sure. <laughs> 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 hey man, uh, it, man we we say the i love but i can add on a boomer sooner for you man we appreciate you coming by and uh we'll see you this spring i'm gonna shoot you right. that schedule thanks guys appreciate you thank thanks you Roy. Lot, Roy. All right, all right. chuck roy williams man yeah yeah Let's try, try, try was, uh, back to back weeks huh back to back weeks and, and let me give you uh, kudos that you talked to Roy Williams and you didn't bring up the word horse or collar one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Roy will bring it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, man, we got uh, another guest is in the house. Okay. You want to you pivot into some D.I. Love football? Uh, why not? Let's do that. All right. So, uh, we got our co-offensive coordinator in the house he's gonna come up next and uh we'll be on the split screen here chuck so we'll all be on board coming on coach now pollock. coach pollock what's up guys coach michael pollock welcome in hey how you doing i'm glad to be here man great awesome man i tell you what great showing last week against edward waters what was your personal assessment of the offense uh, uh from last week well, I was really pleased we didn't have any turnovers. We took care of the ball. You know, I thought our quarterback really uh, exceeded our expectations going in. He played a really good game. You know, we were physical up front, um, played hard. Uh, we did hit a lull, I thought, in the second quarter when we got up 17 and uh, didn't, didn't play with the kind of uh, – intensity that, that we expect to play with and we want to play with but we put the foot back on the gas in the second half and uh, i thought our guys I, I tell you what for a first game new coaching staff and then having a week where we didn't really get to go outside and practice we had more or less walkthroughs mm -hmm. inside the whole week not really able to be able to time up with our passing game and stuff i was real happy with the, with the performance no doubt. Coach, I got to tell you, man, I'm, uh, you know, we got some passionate fans. And and our fan, our fan base is going to look at that 53 points and say, well, why not 60? <laughs> well, you know, we, we <laughs> you know what, that, that's not a bad thing. I'm kind of used to that. You know, we, uh, from places I've been, fans are the same way. They want more points. And uh, we, we wanted more points. We felt like we left 21 points on the board, you know, that, or, or on the field that should have been on the board. And, uh, you know, at the, at the end of the game, uh, you know, uh, we were trying to score again there at the end just to, you know, because, you know, Coach Brown, he wants to play 
the whole game, not take the foot off the gas, and do what we got to do to get better. Uh, use every opportunity. We use that opportunity at the end of the game where, uh, uh, you know, we were working on our two-minute drill, trying to get ourselves ready for it when a situation when, where we do have to, to uh, get the ball down and, and you know, under a minute and a half and get a field goal or a touchdown to win. Yeah, we're not uh, – we're not uh, – that's not a foreign concept for us, and we got ourselves ready to do that kind of stuff. So, yeah, we – you know, we – I feel the same way they do. You know, I don't like to have 60. Um, I was disappointed in the three drives that we didn't score on. And uh, it was just self-inflicted wounds that we did, you know, penalties, things like that. They cost us. So we just got to clean that up. And uh, and, 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 and we we got that goal. Man, I tell you, in all seriousness, you know, we, we had, like you just said, Coach, you had three drives that we didn't score. I think only one of those drives was a three and out. Uh, and so only one three and out, basically scoring on every possession. Uh, the game started off kind of methodical. Uh, you know, it was, uh, you know, some ground and pound acts. And I think people, Swag fans were coming in and, and believing we were just going to be slinging it all over the place every play. Uh, but at the end of the day, when you look at the quarterback numbers, 18 of 20 for one of the QBs, you look at the point production, 53 points unanswered. It worked. Well, you know, we just wanted to come in there and, and, and kind of get comfortable to begin with. Like I say, you know, it's, it's a new offense being put in, uh, new quarter, uh, you know, just new terminology, new coaching staff and everything. And we just wanted to go in there and uh, get some success early. We felt like our offensive line is a big advantage for us uh, against their defensive line. We felt like we need to take advantage of that, give them some love and let them kind of pound on the guys a little bit. And then I thought that opened up some things later on for us to be able to throw the football and have time and, and you know, negate their pass rush. Coach, let me ask you, you, you rushed for 186 yards last week, and you, like Neil said, it was methodical. Uh, you seem to want to feature the running game. Uh, Kamani Clark, he rushed for 94 yards last week. But uh, how important is it is in, in terms of establishing the run? Well, I think uh, particularly this spring, it really is. Uh, you know, we got to just get ourselves comfortable and uh, get our quarterbacks comfortable in our system and uh, get them so they understand what we're trying to accomplish in the passing game and, and, and to put them in situations where, you know, defenses aren't allowed to just blitz them all the time and, and we'll have a cleaner pocket for them to throw out of. Because when a defense has to worry about their run game, you know, they're, they're less likely to, to start sending these exotic blitzes and things like that to get your quarterback in trouble and hurt his confidence. So like I say, it's just a, it's a deal where we're just trying to build confidence at that position. And, uh, and I, you know, I, I tell you what, you know, his, uh, this week, he's, he's had a great week of practice this past week coming off that performance. It exceeded our expectations being 18 to 20, you know, something yards passing three touchdowns. I mean, that, that was just a phenomenal day for Jalen. Really, really proud of his performance. And Quincy came off. Uh, the um, bench and did some good things for us as well and got some quality reps. So, you know, it's just a deal where, you know, we want, obviously, you know, my, my pedigree and, and what I want to do is go to football more. So we're trying to get ourselves to where we can be more successful in the air with that. But like I said, we just got to take baby steps right now. We got to be able to run the football and, and, and get our quarterbacks in situations where they can gain, gain that confidence and put our, our offense in situations where we can just keep moving the ball down the field and, you know, there's nothing wrong with being methodical because that, that'll take the heart out of people. And that's what we mm -hmm. like to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well said, Coach. Now, let me, let me ask you this because it's, uh, it's a fine line we're riding this spring. Uh, you know, we are practicing to win games. We are playing to win games. But with a new administration, there's also some degree, I'd imagine, of evaluation still occurring. 
how is that game management process of, about getting guys minutes so you can see them with game speed, but also making sure you're doing the things that get that W because that's what we're working for? Well, you know, it is a challenge because, you know, we are getting prepared. Uh, we're, we're playing games here in the spring, and last time I checked, they're, they're turning the scoreboard on, and they're going to keep Amen. scoring. And this time they keep scoring, we want to win, you know. So uh, it's one of those deals, but at the same time, you know, we want to continue to prepare for the future and for the fall and going into that 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 as well. So, it, you know, it, it does present a challenge for us because, you know, we got guys that are that are on the roster that we want to keep them focused and in tune to what we're doing. We don't want them to put them on the back burner and think that we forgot about them. So, like I say, they, they're part of our future. They're part of the future plan here at Jackson State. And, uh, you know, but at the same time, like I said, we've got to we got to just manage that. And it does make it very difficult. But, you know, it's what we what we got to do to be successful. And I, and I thought we did have done a good job, especially in the last couple of weeks. Now that we kind of got in game week mode that we're able to, to uh, develop practice plans in a way that uh, allows us to, to prepare for the game in the spring, but also keep our guys sharp that are going to be playing for us in the fall that have come in that we all know are going to be on the, on the field come off. No doubt. Well, Coach Fowler, we really appreciate you coming in and providing some insight uh, with regards to the game last week against Edward Waters. Uh, you're a friend of the podcast. Always feel free to come back in and share as much as you want to. <laughs> From offensive Guys, I'll tell you what. You know, this environment here, this is a great place to be. You know, he. Uh, I got a text this morning saying be here at 1 o'clock. He said, and he sent me a Zoom link in case I couldn't make it. I was like, man, I'm going to Stamps now. We, 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 we're going to Stamps. We're going to eat. You know, so uh, that's what, that's, we here. It's a great environment. Got good, got a lot of fans here. Uh, the cooks back there busy. They making them burgers up. And uh, the rumors I heard about the place is true because I'm looking at that hamburger there. It's going to take me a couple of days to finish that, but I'm going to try. <laughs> yes, indeed. No doubt. Because <laughs> well, thank you for coming said, in. Man, uh, anytime, uh, 1400 Club Podcast, Tiger Talk is here for you guys. You know, we support athletics and uh, promote the brand. You guys are doing an excellent job. Uh, you know, so let me officially welcome you to Jackson, Mississippi, because now you're standing in Stamp Burgers. That's right. You know, well, I'll so tell you, you what. We, we couldn't be happier to be here. You know, my wife and I are so happy to be here in Jackson, Mississippi, be here at Jackson State University. Great people I'm working with, great community, great fan base. You know, i tell you what, you know, the first thing that uh, she told me um, when uh, I got home after the game the other night, she said, she said the band reminds her of our high school band when we went to high school, the, the, the boom. And, uh, I, you know, I told her, I said, hey, they're pretty good. And she was like, yeah, she was, she was impressed with them. And I was as well. So just the whole atmosphere last Sunday was just, was just an awesome experience. And we just looking forward to more. Oh, it gets yeah, better. It, it, it gets better. Get better. That's right. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, make sure you get you a burger coach. And, uh, again, we appreciate you stopping by Tiger Talk. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, buddy. All love, brother. Thank you, guys. Tiger fans, that was uh, co-offensive coordinator Michael Pollock, you know, giving us some tidbits from this past week and what to look forward to. Uh, Chuck, that was, that was some good information. That was red meat. Uh, you know, no pun intended standing here at Stamps, but that was that was some red meat. I hope our fans enjoyed that. Yeah, no doubt about it. I thought the, our offense uh, really showed a lot of improvement. Uh, last week in terms of uh, what they were able to do. Uh, we mentioned it on the podcast. It was methodical. And yeah. I, I think I mentioned it to you down there on the field. I can't tell you the last time I remember Jackson State going three and out on defense and then coming back with about a eight or nine play drive uh, for a yeah. touchdown. So, yeah, yeah it, was, it was a very impressive showing last week. 
And I think what Coach said is spot on. You know, we're gonna we're gonna get there as far as airing that thing all around. But you know, with limited with limited practices this spring, and particularly limited practices against that Week One opponent because of right. the ice storm. Uh, that I, I think the best is yet to come. And here's one thing, Chuck, that our fans need to appreciate. You know, not only did we put up 53 points against the opponent, not only did we shut an opponent out. You have about four, five, six guys that are on the bench that are not playing this spring that will be exactly. playing this fall. So you haven't seen the top of the top yet. And so not only when those guys are eligible to play, is it going to raise the standards because now people are truly competing for these positions? Precisely. I think the sky's the limit with this team. No doubt about it. The sky's the limit with this team. Uh, like I just told Coach Pollock, it, it can only get better. Uh, mm -hmm. last, last week was uh, the first game, if you will, of the prime era. And uh, you can uh, just tell that this team just kind of has a different look to it. Uh, unfortunately, uh, not playing Mississippi Valley this week. We turned the page. Uh, we have Grammar uh, this upcoming week. And uh, I tell you what, uh, you will hear on the podcast our, our preview of Grammar going into next week. That's right. You know, we're getting into the, uh, to the swipe schedule. Uh, this was going to be uh, the first white game against Mississippi Valley here at home. It's been postponed to Sunday, March 14th, another Sunday game for the Tiger fans. Uh, so our next game will be Saturday, March 6th uh, in Grambling. We go to Grambling and, and Chuck, you're the stat man. Uh, it's been it's been some it's been some seasons since Grambling yeah. lost the game at home. Yeah, uh, you know, Grambling historically, they've had our number. Uh, mm -hmm. And I tell you what, it, it is uh, they have done it with uh, a dominating defense. Uh, they've done it with a running game. Roger Fobbs is one of the better coaches in the swag. Uh, it is definitely taking a uh, a step up in weight class to play this uh, Grambling Tiger uh, football team. But I, I like the look of this of uh, this this young Jackson State football team. Uh, I think we're on to something. Yes, sir. Well, we're going to take this final break. Uh... And then we're going to come back and close out this live episode from Stamp Burgers with Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. And I'm going to get this mask off, Chuck. And I'm going to get one of the cheeseburgers with everything, grilled onions. We're going in, Chuck. You going in? Yeah, we're going, we're going to take a break. Y'all be right back. My God, it's another sad day in America. Painful to be introduced to George Floyd during his last breath with a cop's knee on his neck. He deserves so much more. So much more. How many black lives have to be taken before something is done? We are not a threat. I am shaking as I touch. This has got to stop. We are sick of it. conviction. I just want us all to live. Death will not stop until the powers that be are finally held accountable. Don't look away from the truth until every one of us are free from. The world stands with cops. Criminalizing and killing of black and brown bodies is not new. It's as old as America. It's just getting filmed more. Do you know what it feels like to be hunted? To have a new hashtag for a dead black person every single day? How does one plan a life if they aren't sure they will have a life to plan? George Floyd. His name was George Floyd. Say his name. George Floyd. Say his name. Say their names. Once again and always, we fight for justice. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Rest in power, beautiful. You didn't deserve this. Because the fight isn't over yet. You will see me choose to protect my community by wearing a face cover. 
and even with my face covered. You will see me as a son, as a man with a never quit attitude, as a fighter for change. Join me in wearing a face cover to help stop the spread of the coronavirus. Because this is one small act of kindness that has the power to make a big difference. Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club special live broadcast coming from Stam Super Burgers. Uh, I tell you what, Neil, we could not have gotten this done today without uh, the help of the Black College Sports Network. Uh, they will be uh, airing uh, the GCAC uh, basketball tournament this weekend. A.D. Drew, he's been producing a show for us today. A.D., talk to us a little bit about the GCAC tournament. Well, unfortunately, the local team there in Jackson, Mississippi will not be participating in the GCAC tournament, that being uh, the Tougaloo Bulldogs, they lost a tough one to Xavier on Wednesday night in overtime. And it seems like Xavier just has their number for the last couple of years, especially in uh, New Orleans. And unfortunately for the women's team, that's, that was the men's team, and for the women's team, they were succumbed by COVID. Uh, we joked about it on our podcast, uh, Sports Rap with uh, Brian and myself areas right here on the Black College Sports Network. We joked about we were, going, we were wondering who the first team that was going to be eliminated from the tournament due to COVID and not due to an L. And less than 24 hours later, it was announced that Tougaloo women were not participating in GCA mm. uh, due, due to COVID. And then 24 hours later, Dillard's men were uh, out of the tournament due, due to COVID. So just an unfortunate team. Uh, two group women were number six. Dillard's men were number three in, in the conference. But, but make a long story short, GCAC, Gulf Coast Athletic Conference basketball tournament live from Jacksonville, Florida, right here on the Black College Sports Network. Action kicks off at 12 o'clock on Saturday. We've got four games on Saturday. We've got a 12 and a 2 followed by a 5 and a 7 o'clock game, uh, all semifinal games. Then we'll come back at 2 o'clock on Sunday for the Women's Championship, followed by uh, the Men's Championship at 5 o'clock on Sunday. And all those times are Eastern times that I just mentioned. So just goes back to y'all in the Midwest there. Sure thing. Outstanding, outstanding. So let me echo what Chuck said, AD. We appreciate this partnership with the Black College Sports Network, you know, promoting all HBCUs. We wear the, the hat of 1400 Lynch Street, the I love, but this association with all the Black College Sports and the work that you guys are doing, all the way over to Dr. Caville in the Houston area, the work he's doing uh, on Tuesday nights uh, with the Inside the Sp HBCU Sports Lab is truly a partnership. And we were looking forward, y'all, as a HBCU in Jackson to Tougaloo moving further into that tournament and we were going to do some special things and A.D. Hiddison said oh man it was a uh, another tough one uh, you know with Tougaloo's men's team uh, I think it was was it an overtime loss or uh, almost yes, an overtime, it was overtime. Yeah. And, and yeah. for some reason those two teams go to overtime they went to overtime two times last year one of those being in the GCAC championship and mm -hmm. this year in one of their two earlier matches went to overtime plus the tournament game went to overtime so if you ever go watch Tougaloo, Xavier, 
don't make any plans after the game on the men's side because you're going to get some free basketball. And one other thing, I didn't have a Jackson State shirt to put on, so I, I did the next best thing to uh, show my love <laughs> for Coach Prime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was he was he was number two. He was number two at Florida State, and uh, yes, uh, his sir. son Shadour, at least in the spring and beyond, is, is wearing the number two here in Jackson. So, man, shout out again to Black College Sports Network uh, with assisting us with this this production and this live broadcast that we've done uh, through a Facebook. Man, bringing the guests in and out. Uh, you know, Chuck, hats off to them and these partnerships because at the end of the day, as much as we preach 1400 Lynch Street. Every kid is going to an HBCU can't come to Jackson State. So we want to put that spotlight on all HBCUs and start just promoting that collective brand. Yes. The rising tide lifts all boats. We're in this together. No doubt about it. Uh, truly a, a collective partnership. And I want to thank you again, AD, Black College Sports Network, uh, for producing our live show today. Uh, again, you can catch uh, myself. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, Dr. Cavill is inside the HBCU Sports Lab. Uh, if there's anything involved with HBCU Athletics, the Dean of Black College Sports, Dr. Kenyatta Cavill, is on top of it, myself and Mike Washington. Uh, I, I want to send a special shout out uh, to the rest of the, the Tiger Talkers. Uh, and mm -hmm. they do a, a tremendous job in, in helping us with our podcast. Uh, the brainchild, if you will, Corey Collins. Uh, life is easy. We make it hard. He is an author. But he is the our audio producer uh, for our podcast. Uh, he is known as the Corey C. Mm -hmm. For Greg Monaghan, Mike Bradley, Ken Clark, Big Wyatt, Jarris Boone, uh, Claiborne. I, I thank you guys for listening and for always supporting. Very appreciative for everything uh, that uh, the Tiger Talkers do. We, we are sort of a, a Wu-Tang, if you will, uh, of yeah. personalities. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no doubt about, about it. These no doubt about athletics. it. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, and the super dope producer, the Corey C., uh, you know, he'll put all this together. So we're under this Tiger Talk uh, podcast umbrella, uh, 1400 Club umbrella. I know we're coming up against a hard break. Uh, got to end the show, but we got a couple minutes left, Chuck, and we had a special guest just log on. So if we could bring him on, I think we got, you know, that three window, three minute buffer plus a little bit more. Uh, so there he is right there. Hey, guys, how y'all doing? Hey, Hi, doing good, Jimmy. Oh, boy. Hey, you up, know, uh, uh, all good, brother. Hey, here at Stamsburger, glad you could make it, man. We were running into a hard close. We had yeah. about three minutes left in the show, but we added a little buffer because we got Team 82 in the house. That's right. Uh, you know, so Tiger fans out there, man, welcome to Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club live from Stamsburgers. But he's live from his house, Jimmy Smith. Jimmy, what's going on, brother? I'm doing great, man. Glad to be on, on the show. Glad to see your homeboy doing well. I'm proud of you, what you're doing for, for our alma mater. And uh, I couldn't be happier, man. Good stuff, uh, good you, stuff. Jimmy, you got an opportunity to, to catch this team uh, first week against uh, Edward Waters. What were your impressions? Uh, well, I was looking at uh, all the, the fundamental and, and uh, paying attention to detail is what i was looking at uh just to just to uh go back a little you know our previous coaches it was hard for me to watch a football game so i understood why people were tailgating and not in the stadium because the quality of football wasn't there yeah, hmm. uh, yeah. i see that now the quality of football and what these guys need to be learning in order for them to possibly advance themselves into the next level, which is the NFL, 
I, I see that. I saw that this past weekend. I saw the entire secondary, their stances down, the way they're backpedaling in unison. Everybody was looking good. I saw the receivers coming off the ball. I saw them in the proper stances. I saw the offensive line. I saw the defensive line. And that's where, that's getting back to the basic fundamentals of football. And by Coach Prime installing this into our program, now these guys have a legitimate shot to uh, develop into a possible NFL uh, project. Well, I'll tell you, Jimmy, uh, uh, those are wise words coming from a guy who went to Jackson State, 1400 Lynch Street, and did just yes. that to go to the next level to the NFL, uh, yes. become the all-time leading receiver in Jacksonville Jaguars history, have your name established up there in the pride, uh, their, their ring of honor, if you will. Uh, yes. And I personally think, and I think uh, the Jackson State family believes uh, that you're going to get you one of those gold jackets that we have four Hall of Famers, but we're going to get a fifth one, uh, yeah, possibly yes. a sixth one. Uh, so <laughs> so we're looking forward to that, man. And to hear your commentary uh, about what you saw for the team, just down to the detail, looking at those yes. defensive stances. Uh, you know, so, you know, Jimmy, like when you heard that Coach Prime was coming to Jackson State as an NFL guy yourself that played at Jackson State, mm -hmm. what did you feel? What did it mean to you? Man, it was the best feeling in the world because, uh, I, you know, before, you, you know our history with the gym that I opened it with Team 82. I, the reason it became Team 82, Team 82 is because I was trying to uh, take to Jackson State uh, and install in their program some of these things, like having, stressing the uh, importance of, Diet and nutrition, stressing the importance of a solid off-season workout program for those athletes, so they can at least pass the look test. At least look like, you know, when we turn on a team and we see these SEC teams, at least look like those athletes and look like a, a potential NFL player. Uh, and with Coach Prime, I knew that he was just going to bring so much more than even what I envisioned uh, with, with him having his, his media team there. This is all recruiting because when these young athletes, you know, pick their phones up and turn on YouTube, it's every day you're going to see a TV show. And the work that mm -hmm. you guys are doing with 1400 Club, I'm proud of y'all because it gives us something to look forward to and it gives us an opportunity to be proud of the I Love Jackson State University. No doubt about it. Listen, we're going to bring you back. We're going to bring you back on the 1400 Club uh, podcast uh, to get into any and all things Jimmy Smith. Got we're you. up against Got a you. hard close. Yes. Uh, I, want, I want to thank you, Jimmy. I want to thank Black College Sports Network. Neely, you've held it down over there at Stamps, man. Tell them who our sponsors were again today real quick. Hey, man, Jimmy, don't you move because we're up against a hard close. But we got a couple of minutes. We got, we're going to hold on to our, to our yeah, best and brightest right there. Uh, we got Chambers and Gaylord Law Firm. Of course, Stamp Burgers, where we are, Churchill Smoke Shop. You know, so a lot of people came together to bring this apart, to make this happen, to bring everything together today, uh, to be here live at this historic. And I know Jimmy Smith loves some Stamp Burgers. He can't wait to get it. back to Jackson and get <laughs> him. Yeah. Uh, I'm so, so we can see you right now. <laughs> <laughs> here, right? Man, it's been killing me to look over this counter, Jimmy. Jimmy, I so you it. know uh, uh, <laughs> what? What? What can we do? Not not just uh, uh, alums, 
but yes. but specifically former athletes like yourself that played Tiger football on the W.C. Gordon and Big Daddy. What can you guys do, you know, to galvanize and help this program and help these young people follow in the footsteps and, and go to the next level like Jimmy Smith did? Well, I, I think being involved in the program and supporting our program, like I see a lot of our former athletes doing, mm -hmm. uh, supporting our, you know, we feel good about Jackson State. Now, there was a point in time when I was in there playing in the NFL, and I was actually ashamed to, uh, you know, of my university because it was being run so poorly. Mm -hmm. Now was what Ashley Robinson has done as an AD, bringing in Coach Prime and the, and the decisions that Coach Prime has already made. Man, I'm proud that I went to Jackson State. Forget these SEC schools. I'm more proud of Jackson State because right now, and when I when I think about the state of Mississippi, and I think about Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and Southern Miss, and Jackson State, if I'm an athlete and I have yeah. those choices, you know where yeah. I'm going. I'm, I'm going right to the capital city. I'm not going down in them woods. And I'm not going up into the Delta. I'm coming right to the capital city where my chances of making it to the NFL are much greater mm -hmm. by going to Jackson State. Chuck. Sure thing. Chuck, what don't what a close. What a close. What a close. <laughs> to to not only have, you know, Jimmy Smith uh, a future Hall of Famer, NFL Pro Football Hall of Famer, join us on Tiger Talk. One of our alums, uh, one who 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 helped elevate this program and build on that tradition in that WC Gordon area with yes. that red trim. You know, Jim, we appreciate you stopping by, man. Again, as Chuck said, we're going to get you on a full episode to dig deeper into some yes. of this stuff. Uh, but we appreciate you stopping by, man. I know our fans appreciate it. Anytime, I look forward to it, Chris. My Thank home, you, man. Thank you, Jim. Oh, yeah, my home. Thank you, Charles. Charles. <laughs> For myself, Charles Bishop, my guy Neely back in Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club, brought to you by the Black College Sports Network. Thank you, everybody, for joining in. We'll see you on the other side. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.